Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Welcome to episode 600 of the Talking Metal Podcast. This is John Astronomy. And this is Mark Striegel. I'm about to crack open my beer here. Hold on. Let me, uh, let me pick it up. It's a big one. You see it, John? I see it. It's, it's ACDC beer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry I spilled the surprise. The German-Australian hard rock beer, Rocker Bust, the official beer of ACDC. And I'm going to take a sip of this right now. Okay, that's good. It looks cool. The can looks it, it's great. It's good. I, I mean, I, I'm, I love Iron Maiden, and, I, and I'm sorry, Iron Maiden, but the ACDC beer. Better. It, it tastes a little better. And I actually had a conversation with, I get my Trooper beer. I have some in the, the fridge right now. And my ACDC beer at the same uh, liquor store in Florham Park, New Jersey. And I, I must say, I had a conversation with a, a non-rock guy who works at the liquor store who samples all the fine beers they have in the store there. And he agreed with me that the ACDC has just a really nice true german taste to it the maiden beer is definitely good it's not quite as sharp um and uh i i love how much care and love that bruce dickinson and the iron maiden guys have put into it with hand picking the brewery and working with the brewery and but unfortunately i like the taste of the acdc rocker bus beer a little bit better than the trooper and that's not wow. to say i don't like the trooper beer because I, I i do but <laughs> But I, I like this uh, this ACDC Rocker Bust beer a little bit better. We are on episode 600. It's been a long road here, close to 11 years, I guess 10 and a half years. We've That's been insane. Doing this. That's yeah. totally insane. Yeah, and I'm and, glad and to Mark, have you on well, this I'm very happy special to be episode back here. 600. Yeah, and I am uh, thankful to you. I want to officially thank you, Mark, for keeping Talking Metal going, even when I couldn't be here on every episode because of uh, touring and other stuff going on. Yeah. But thank you for keeping Talking Metal alive. And uh, as you know, I want to be on as many episodes as possible. And hopefully it'll get to a point where I'm back on every episode with you, which which would be great. Yeah, that would be great. And, you know, what I want to do on this episode is, because uh, I'm, I'm having all sorts of thoughts just pop into my head, uh, just kind of, just, just, riff here um you know on with john and you know back on episode 500 we had bud friendly we went down to a bar in the east yeah, village i remember and that we had five guests for every hundred <laughs> episodes that, you know including yeah, for uh, five yeah 500 yeah phil Anselmo, michael sweet there was five guests on that that episode uh, it was a great episode uh but having said that we're, we're keeping it real it's just john and i this isn't going to be a big two-hour episode we're going to play some tunes we're going to talk and, uh, you know, I, you, of course, started this with me and, and, you know, we are the, the core talking metal family, the, the, the only, the only true talking metal dudes, in my opinion, you know, and right, right. the guys we, who started this together, we, you set up all the web work where we're still using that, uh, 2005 <laughs> era RSS feed, which has been working <laughs> fine lately. I, I shouldn't That's have funny. said that. It'll probably break down tomorrow, but yeah, there's um, some other thing I got to tell you that I got yeah. some weird email that we got to do something with the uh, website, but, uh, you know, how every once in a while you get one that says, if you don't change something, something's going to happen. So oh. remind me. 
<laughs> hey, yeah, this beer is good. Yeah, yeah, I, you I really. Will. Yeah, go ahead. Speaking of beer, I, I just want to tell you that I got this cool thing, and it's called the Beer Tender, and it's made by Krups. You know that company, K R U P S. No, they I make don't like know coffee company. makers and stuff. Yeah. Oh. It, yeah. What, do you, you get brew it, your own beer or something? Well, no. Check this out. Search. Uh, if you can get to Google right now, because I want to get your reaction. Okay. Search Krups, K-R-U-P-S, Beer Tender. B, like a K-R-U, what? P-S. Okay. Beer Tender. Like B-E-E-R-T-E-N-D-E-R. Not to be confused yeah, with it Tinder. It comes right up, yeah. Right here it yeah is check on this Amazon. thing out. Yeah. Wow. Can I say how much it is? Yeah, yeah. How much is it? I don't even know. dollars Oh, I didn't pay that much for it. But oh, okay. <laughs> let me let me try, let me search that real quick. The B the Krupp's B one hundred beer tender. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. With Heineken draft keg yeah. technology. Yeah. Two hundred and ninety nine dollars yeah, so, on Amazon. Yeah, I, I got mine on a better deal. But the thing is, is that, that right now there's only three official beers. But I think that maybe some other brands are starting to make these. See, I see a little spot in one on yeah. here now. That uh, maybe they are are making it uh, officially. There's only Heineken, Heineken Light, and uh, uh, Newcastle Brown Ale. That's what I have right now in mind, the Newcastle. But I, I see there's a spot, in, and I think some other companies are starting to, you know, make like ones that will work with this. But you buy wow. these little kegs, you stick it in, and then you got your own like tap beer that's awesome and listen i'm looking i'm reading this is the first time we've ever spoken about this i'm reading the description right now maintains beer at the ideal temperature of 37.4 degrees fahrenheit this ask my wife is my obsession is is to have the beer at the perfect temperature and if we go out to eat or out to a bar i always start bitching if i'm like ah it's too warm you know it's generally it's never too cold unless it has ice in it but you want to get it right right next to freezing you know right probably to 37.4 degrees i'm sure they they've uh, scientifically wow. proven that that's the ideal temperature so this is very appealing let me ask you how long does the keg last um, you know before if, it, it it goes skunky yeah yeah if you're yeah see here's my problem i don't drink enough of it to know how to answer that properly so my cake could last a few weeks it's supposed to last a, a it's supposed to be about two to three weeks before okay. it goes bad but if you drink like say you're having a party or something it'll last like a day it's just like a little yeah. mini keg but oh it's awesome i mean these things are it's about twice the size as like one of those coffee makers that you put the little cups in Right, but oh, it's I it's a it. cool thing. It's great. It's I. Here's my thing though. I I think I want a couple of them so I can have a different choice of beer. Yeah, you know, like instead of just one. Right. I so love that's it. my latest. So what what are you drinking thing. tonight? You're drinking the beer? Or you... No. Well, I I I probably will have a Newcastle Brown L, but right now I'm drinking some kind of uh, unknown wine. Yeah. That okay. Lynn gave me. Well, so listen. I if you like the Newcastle, no idea what it is. If you like that Newcastle uh, taste. Mm-hmm. You should you should get the trooper the maiden beer cause oh the to maiden me, okay and some beer connoisseurs may beg to differ but to me it, it does have a slightly similar taste to that oh that's cool yeah that's uh, yeah, very does. cool but I want to try the rocker bus beer and I love it that you are very particular about the temperature of beer yeah no it's important it definitely is especially no, I believe with draft it. beer you want to get that perfect temperature <laughs> to drink beer at and. Yes, uh, Speaking of beer, one thing I love to do is go out and drink a bunch of beer and watch <laughs> my friend Don Jameson, who I've really gotten to know well over the course of the last year. You and I have known him for a, a long yeah, time, but from work. yeah, but we've gotten to, I've gotten to know him a lot better since uh, I worked with him, and even since then we've we've hung out uh, quite a bit. And he's just a great guy, and uh, I love going out and seeing him when he hosts a night of bands at at 10th street live or, or dingbats or he does a, a night of comedy and and my wife and i will go uh, always try to support him when he's in our area out here in uh, essex county new jersey and uh, he's just a really decent guy who loves hard rock and is extremely funny loves metal and he's got just a great new book out and i told him that i would mention it to you listeners it's called uh, you might be a metalhead and you know it's like uh, you might be you, you might be, you a, might redneck. be a redneck. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a take on that. And let me tell you, it's a really funny read, and uh, it's not uh, you know it's just 
page after each page is like a different joke. It's, it's really good stuff. Um, you, you might be a metalhead if the only rap song you like is fight for your right to party by the beastie boys. Like that's an example. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's yeah. good. It's like you, you, real clever stuff. Like I, that. I like that. Uh, Don has always been great. I remember Don from back in the concourse library days. Yeah. Now I've had this conversation with you. Now when John says for the listeners, the concourse library days, we're going way back to the uh, early nineties. Uh, at least for me, I started in the in the MTV Networks Concourse Library in '91. I think John started a year or two after that, and um, this is where I got my career started in the TV business, where I still am today. And you know, I brought my friend John. We had known each other from Berkeley from yep. years before that, but I, I got you a job there. Or Thank you. you get in. Thank you. You got yourself a job. I well, recommended you, you for you it. You helped me. <laughs> yeah. And you did, uh, without Mark, I would not have had that job there. So it was Mark was key in that and it was just a, a great place to work and uh you know i've had this conversation with numerous people who worked back in mtv at mtv back in the 90s um what did don do there yeah he was like I, a segment I, producer was he like a because but then somebody was, was like he no sports? no he started Maybe, he started why am i thinking he was with else. sports but i don't know i, I thought he was like, some kind of a producer but could have been a segment producer. Yeah, but, but I think I, when what, he started, he was lower on the totem pole. Than oh, okay. That. Like, he, he, he had a job, I think, similar to PA. ours. Like, yeah, no, it was like, yeah, like runner or, or something like yeah. that. Yeah, like he had a job similar to ours, like some like okay, so, librarian. But then he moved up, and I think right. he eventually got to uh, to like be a like segment producer and then moved into That's comedy. Cool. But. Yeah, no, here's the funny thing. Back in the concourse library, and when you, you first told me about the concourse library, I thought the word concourse meant, I, I didn't even know what a concourse meant. And um, and then here, it, it only meant concourse because that was the floor it was right. on. Right, <laughs> it was on the concourse floor of the MTV Viacom yeah. building, and but, and it housed videotapes for three networks, MTV, VH1, and uh, Nickelodeon at the yep. time. And that was that was all there was to MTV networks back in those days. And, and uh, yeah, it was a great place to work back in in the 90s and i, I moved yeah, up great. from there got to work at mtv news for a while as a pa and then an ap and then produced for vh1 for a number of years and uh, that's that's what i'm still doing i'm still producing not necessarily for for those stations although i did in recent times do a, a stint on the final season of that metal show or yeah, what was yeah. the final season on VH1 classic at least. And, uh, so VH1 has always been, and MTV networks in general has been a big part of my life as it has been for you, John, you're, no, you're absolutely. at Nickelodeon still, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to throw out some names real quick. You don't have to really comment, just maybe a one word or, you know, a little laugh or something. Kibra. Kibra was, a. Uh, woman john and i worked with and there was a guy named danny lavecchia who i'm yeah daddy on facebook who had a metal band called yeah. zon and right. i was talking with a friend gary carlin who used to work in the concourse library the mtv networks library with us about danny's band recently and i found some of their music on youtube it's z-h-a-n zon they're not bad sounding yeah no they're great yeah, i they're i good. just i took the uh, trade in with danny about three months ago uh ran into him um at uh, Exchange Place, and uh, we took the train into the city together. And um, I keep in touch with Jeff Latko. Yeah. yeah. And uh, remember Cherie, and we had Jeff Tone. Latko produced uh, the so, nonfiction video with yes. his college class, Dan yeah. Lorenzo's nonfiction. Yeah. Alan Tecchio were in that band, nonfiction. There was yes. a uh, back to Danny Lavecchia, who was the drummer who John and I worked with in the MTV Networks Library. He had this band, Zahn, C H A N. I dare you to look him up on YouTube. They had a song. Here's They had one song called Do the Nasty, which there <laughs> is not on YouTube because I Googled it the other day. They had another <laughs> song called Deaf, Dumb, and Blonde, which is up on YouTube. So wow. do yourself a favor, listen to Check some that out. classic uh, early 90s. Yeah. I guess it could be referred to as hair metal uh, now uh, on on YouTube. Zahn, our former coworker, yes, and and guys, again, we're at episode six hundred here. Let's let's cut the uh, the talking just for a second and get into <laughs> a little music. This is a new band called Sweet Creature, and this song is not like others. We sing on. 
misfits with a wild Listen to our battle cry Sweet Creature Not Like Others featuring one of the members of Crash Diet. Good stuff there. Brand new music. Go support those guys. You can get a free download of that song on their site. Check them out. Uh, John, yeah, 600 episodes we're at. What do you think? What do we do at 666? Six, 666. 66 episodes away. Yeah, we have to have uh, somebody from Iron Maiden on. Mm. Wouldn't that, that be a good, good thing? Yeah, that would be, yeah, that would be a cool do. goal. Um, at one yeah. point, I thought we'd end this at 666. Oh. Just call it a day. Wow. Wow. Well, I don't, I'm not ready for that yet. <laughs> even though you're right. the one doing all the work. We, even 665, we just wait yeah. for a while. I, I, think, I think, like you said, I think we should have a big blowout on 66 with number of guests, possibly including one of the members of Iron Maiden. Uh, or we could just say, Hey, it's been, it's been nice. Uh, that's it. Good. Or, um, I don't know. What are our other options? Hey, uh, quick thing before I forget, was there, I know there was an album by love and rockets called sweet FA. We're talking about the, I'm still back on the sweet thing about five minutes ago. Wasn't there a band called sweet FA? Um, possibly. And then the sweet. The, didn't the didn't the the sweet the band the sweet have a song called Sweet F? They might have. Uh, um, Google that. Um, yeah, there's a. There, there's all kinds of I'm, stuff. I'm almost positive they they did because I can hear the F-A. lyrics in my in my uh, head. Uh, yeah, like, I don't sweet know, I thought... F-A. Yeah, 1974 oh, okay, cool. song by the band wow. Sweet. Very influential band on the whole heavy metal, especially the L.A. metal, you know, hard rock scene. Uh, very, very influential band. Great hey, band. Hey, speaking of uh, influential uh, people, Mike Lincoln, uh, drummer of Captain T and Astronomy, drummer of uh, The Victims, drummer of miscellaneous bands, lots of bands, Electric Frankenstein. Um, he has been... He's, he's also show. a friend of, of John and I's, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mike Lincoln's uh, one of our best friends. And um, he, I want to tell you, is in the show Vinyl. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah, have cool. you watched Vinyl at all? I, I tried. I just didn't. You didn't like not, it? You no, didn't like I it? I did not like it. Oh, man. Like it. See, I loved it. I thought it was great. And maybe you have to watch more episodes, but um, there's a, a, one of the later episodes where there's a character that's supposed to be John Lennon, 
and uh, and he's with uh, somebody who was playing May Pang, and uh, right behind him is Mike Lincoln, and he's in like a few few different scenes. He has long curly hair. Uh, he may have a hat on. Oh, cool. Um, and uh, so, uh, any fans of vinyl, uh, go back to that episode, and you will see Mike Lincoln, who uh, has Long-time played friend of yeah John with us, Lies, yeah. and also in Like It. I'm currently uh, playing with the group Like It. We have had uh, only one gig, and that was for Jamie, lead singer and uh, guitarist slash bassist of Like It. Uh, he was recently married, and okay. uh, Like It. Yes, <laughs> and like it played at you'll, his wedding. You only have you only oh yeah, cool. Yep, yep, yep. Jamie will probably only have Last two or summer. more three of these, two or three more of these in his lifetimes. <laughs> no. uh, this is inside stuff. Everyone's lost. They don't know who we're yeah. talking about. That's Mike, okay, Mike Jamie. Uh, but guys, anyways. I hope you like this uh, conversation between Mark and I. Yeah, or no, Mark and me. Do. This is this no, is fun. Know. I wanted it Dramatical. to be different than than episode yeah, this 500. is different this, this is, is us just this talking. is good us just hanging playing some tunes yeah. blasting the music so loud that no we're our hearing is shot my hearing is just crazy gone people were laughing at me at work today because i said somebody goes even john heard that there was like a sound right. there were like, you know i work in times square in a major skyscraper and there were these guys like washing the windows so it's always like a weird thing when you're 41 floors up or, and yeah. and you see like a dude standing outside the window like right. on like a yeah. little cart by the way down in lower manhattan um some of these window washers were in an accident today uh and they did not die thankfully and um the but but something happened to the scaffolding and and uh they had to be rescued so it's a really cra- a really amazing job but uh, you really have to have a lot of guts to do it so anyway right. so your coworkers but, all know your death yeah, yeah they 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 heard some sound and then somebody made a comment they said even John heard that, and then this, this one girl who was really nice started laughing. So uh, I, I I did not realize that everybody really knew how deaf I was, but yeah. uh, I am right on. Yeah, when when Ace freely tells you you're deaf, you are really deaf because he's deaf. So I am even deafer than Ace. Cool. Well, I want to talk to you about Ace, but first let's get into a little Motorhead right now. This is Deaf Forever.
was Deaf Forever by Motorhead featuring one of the greatest heavy metal musicians ever, Lemmy. Lemmy, a guy who never liked to be referred to as heavy metal. Do you know that? He, he, when you, he always wanted to be known as a rock and roller. Wow. Which I, which I get. I get. You know? Yeah, me too. Me too. And in some ways, he, he, you know, he was such a, an important pillar and, and, iconic heavy metal figure without without a question but when you listen to that music even though it's just deafening loud and distorted and heavy and and metallic at the same time it it, a lot of those motorhead songs they got a real kind of chuck berry you know little little richard feel to them you know you feel that old school rock and roll influence on a lot of those uh, motorhead songs and wow let me truly missed we've lost so many great rockers um lately you know from glenn fry to prince to bowie to lemmy to scott Welland to uh, who else um oh yeah jimmy bain yes yeah so many the list goes yeah. on and on it's uh, crazy times yeah, when Jimmy Bain passed away, it was especially tough for me because I was just on a cruise. I was getting off a cruise right when this was happening, and right. I I couldn't believe it how how weird, you know, and how sad that was because this cruise experience was so different for me and to think that one of the musicians would pass away, and especially somebody that that was a big part of my. Uh, you know, high school years, uh, Dio. Uh, I mean, if, if somebody, when I was in, you know, middle school or high school, would say, name like, you know, your top five bass players, Jimmy Bain would have been one of them. I, I Absolutely. mean, and um, so that was weird. And then the fact that I literally was getting off the boat in the car service when the driver told me about it. And at the, at the time the facts weren't all in and uh, he said something involving the Def Leppard cruise. And, uh, it was crazy because we were, we were all down in Florida at the time. So that yeah. was just so sad. Yeah, absolutely tragic. And, uh, yeah, definitely a major loss. Jimmy Payne. We, we will miss his definitely his unique style of bass. Um, I always think of those breakdowns he'd, he'd do, you know, with, with Carmine Apice, like the boom, boom, where they you oh, know, hit Vinny? the drum. Yeah, oh, or not Carmine, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, Vinny, Vinny Apice, where they, they hit the, the drum and the bass together for those those awesome breakdowns. And you know what's interesting? It is rumored that, that he possibly plays the bass on... Rocky Like a Hurricane by wow. uh, Scorpions. Yeah, may have been brought in as a ghost session guy for that. And if that's the case, if you listen to the beginning of Rocky Like Hurricane, that boom, boom, that's a very Jimmy right. Bain thing to do. Hey, um, yeah. So um, I should I should research that and see if it's true or not. I think it is true, actually. If, hey. if, if he didn't end up on the final cut of the record, he definitely did work with the scorpions in the studio on that record. That was really cool. Uncredited. Yeah. Hey, remember when we went to Herman Rarebell's hotel room? Mm-hmm. That was so cool. I still have a, a set of drumsticks uh, right behind me on the, yeah. on the Eric Carr drum set signed by Herman Rarebell. Yeah. And he was really nice. Now, didn't he co-write that song? He co-wrote that song. Yeah. yeah. He, I don't believe was originally credited. And then later he, uh, received a credit. I think there's oh, three cool. songwriters on it, and he is one of them. And uh, yeah, great guy. Recently, may actually currently be playing with uh, Michael Shanker. Wow. Yeah, and and what's cool about Michael Shanker's set is they play some Scorpion stuff, including Rocky Like a Hurricane, which of course is uh, Michael was in the Scorpions, but he was not on that record that or song, record. but because Herman is playing with Michael now, they, they, they play that song in the set. Uh, this is just in Bernie Sanders just now nine thirty has won the West uh, Virginia primary. <laughs> wow. Wow. He's yeah. winning a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Um, it's 2016 guys right now. Donald Trump just, uh, is the presumptuous, what do they call the presumptuous? Presumptive, presumptive, presumptive nominee. Nom- nominee. Yeah. yeah, and it looks like he'll be going up against Hillary Clinton, although Bernie Sanders continues to win. So who knows what's going on? Um, but interesting times for politics, interesting times for rock. 
I'm drinking the ACDC beer right now, as you know, and Axl Rose. If you would have told me fucking Axl Rose is going to be the singer of ACDC <laughs> on a temporary, possibly non-temporary basis, if you would have told me that, like, Six months ago, I would have said, you're fucking crazy. Out of your mind, right? Yeah, but that's, yeah. that's, cool that's where that? we're at. Yeah, this is crazy. Crazy. And I wanted yeah. to say, last week... Uh, I love last... Axel, and I, I thought he sounded great on, yeah. on the uh, stuff that I've seen online. I, yeah. I think he's just a really cool guy, and, uh, you know, uh, I'm I'm blown away that we even had a chance to, like, be in the same room with him a few times. And, yeah. And and how about the crazy thing when I uh, helped him out at the MTV VMAs? Wasn't right. that insane? That was that insane. was so cool. It was great. Yeah, John John was his chaperone or something. Right? Yeah, I, I I helped him. Uh, I was like his assistant who took him to different press opportunities after the show, and then I chatted with him a little bit during the show. So uh, I forget what they called that. I was like his escort. Yeah, something like that. Talent escort. Right. Right. All right. It was. Uh, yeah. That was. When the VMAs were at Radio City, I'm trying to think what 2017 or something. Yeah, no, 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 maybe 2007. Yeah, I don't know. Something. So like we're we're recording an episode right five. now, and I'm getting um somebody's calling me. It says new video message. Oh no, I'm afraid to click on it. I know. <laughs> Should I click on it? I don't know. Like, uh, it doesn't say who it's from. I'm just try it. Incoming. See what happens. Oh, all right, let me let me see. Hello? Hello? Yeah, who was it? It was it was like a no one. No one was there. It Jeez. was like really I, I don't Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah that it was could weird. have been something that I did earlier on cuz uh, it said something uh, I I hit call and it said the person is not available and then uh, right before you said I'll be here in 2 minutes and then um I, I said, "Hey, Mark," or something like that, and maybe that was it. But yeah, but it's weird know. that it came in now. But anyway, yeah. so okay. And now, so now I'm hearing static, which is oh no. Hopefully, it will go away. But yeah. Anyways, it's been a great ride here, and I just want to thank all the Talking Metal listeners. And one one thing you can do is subscribe to this show on on iTunes. Leave us a review on iTunes. That helps our our profile. Uh, it's again just been great you guys are using the amazon links i appreciate that go buy don jameson's book by using our amazon links on talkingmetal.com and uh yeah and and support what we're doing here if you see john out at a a show make sure you say uh hello to him and yeah. uh what's 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 the latest with ace he he i know canceled the last show of the tour right yeah mm-hmm. we were we were in wilkesbury pa and uh he's feeling better now or? he's feeling great now and okay. and uh we we cut the show short by two songs uh the encores and um we we took case just as a precaution to the hospital and uh you know they checked him out, and uh, he stayed there two nights. And it turns out he, he's he's great, but the, the issue was that he was exhausted and dehydrated, and and I was like not far behind him in that one too. Right. And uh, we just had we had a lot of stuff going on. We did a bunch of press in New York, then we started the tour, then we flew to L.A. on a day off and back to Atlanta on the same day. To do now, the fire and water video, do the no oh, the video. Yeah, that's what I was. Gonna yeah, say. yeah. So we we went we were touring in Florida and then shot out to L.A. and then back to Atlanta all in one day. So uh, it was freaking crazy, and and then we continued to tour and then uh, there were interviews in there was an in store in Wilkesbury and um, I mean the tour was great but um, we we all worked really really hard. And, um, and unfortunately Ace, uh, you know, uh, got dehydrated and uh, he was just physically exhausted. Everything is right. great now. Good. And, Good. uh, we rescheduled that Poughkeepsie show for September 30th. Yeah. Emily uh, and so, I were talking about doing like an overnight driving up there. Oh, nice. Nice. Because I know you and I went up there to meet Mitch LaFon at the, uh, four by fate show, which is Correct. when you actually reconnected with Richie Scarlett at that show. Cause he, he had yeah. uh, opened the show for them mm-hmm. and, um, 
you know, I, it was just, I, I don't know if you remember, but it just took forever to get back home. So I think it would yeah. be fun to maybe just Stay go up there and do some drinking after the show. And, right. and, uh, you know, I'm talking about Emily and me, not, not you and Ace, um, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and, you know, and just be able to, uh, not worry about driving all the way back. Um, like a right. two and a half hour drive, two hour drive yeah, in the middle of the night. Yeah. yeah. So. I, I always like to make, uh, everything a two day event. Now <laughs> it's, yeah. it's really true. Like, uh, even after the shows, you know, um, after any show, if I go to a show, I want to stay overnight. Like when I went to see Kiss in Philly, I stayed overnight. Um, and uh, I just think it's fun to make like a whole night of it. Hey, heck, even when we play gigs, like in our own area, I always right. get a hotel room. So um, I, I've stayed in a bunch of places in Clifton every time we play Dingbats. Yeah. And uh, even though Clifton's like, you know, 15 minutes away or something like yeah. that. But I, I just like... I like staying the whole hotels. experience. Yeah. 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 It'd be fun to see Ace. Uh, you know, is, is it just one, is he just doing this one show or will he, he add on some other shows? Uh, or th- there's a really good say? chance we're, yeah, it's not, uh, announced yet, but there's a good chance that, uh, we're going to do some additional stuff yet. Everything is, um, being worked on right now. Yep. Cool. Cool. Yeah. It will be great to see, uh, Ace again. And what else was I going to ask you? Oh, so let, let's, uh, you're, you had this exclusive seat at the because you were working at the video shoot, which has just really blown up. Um, yeah. Paul Stanley, Ace Frehley, reuniting, and I th- thought the beginning was just so cool how they kind of walk <laughs> up to each other on on the street and yeah. and exchange pleasantries like like no time has passed at all. And especially yep. when, with all the negativity we've seen in the press, it's just as a fan so 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 uh, great to see that and. You know, I, I know that you work for Ace, and you need to be professional with what you, what you say about him. But can can you tell me uh, was was the pleasantries between them real in person, or was was it kind of just like, oh, I'm here, let's shoot it and get out of here? You know, or did they they really seem to uh, when the cameras weren't rolling connect personally? They really did uh, connect. They absolutely connected, and uh, it was it was really great. I mean, during a video shoot, there's a lot of time where, you know, there's a lot of downtime, as you know, and uh, everybody was just hanging out and uh, talking and reminiscing about stuff. And uh, it was great. It was just a great experience. And everybody had a great time. And uh, Paul was great. Uh, Some of the people that worked with Paul um, uh, were there and they were great. And uh, really, there's a, a great guy named Fran, who is Paul's guitar tech, who uh, we hung out and talked guitars and a lot of cool stuff. Even some stuff I, w- I want to pass on to you, some some cool products to use. And, uh, oh, cool. Uh, I, I, you know, here, a, a cool thing. I uh, loaded the smoking guitar for the first time myself. And um, that was like a really cool thing. And, um, and then... I had to reload it and there was a, a different part that I had to work with and I was having a little trouble with it and Fran uh, helped me with it. So that was really cool. And wow. he had never, you know, he hadn't worked with, you know, he works with Paul's guitars, but he had never worked with a, like, you know, a smoking guitar. And uh, yet he was able to help me figure it out. And uh, thanks to Fran, we, we got it going. And uh, it was really cool uh, nice. because I'm not normally... It's a great video. It's fun. Yeah. Really fun to watch. Great- I liked seeing... Uh, Ace's band in there with him, you know, Chris Wise and uh, what's the drummer's name again? Scotty Coogan. Yeah, Scotty. Yeah. So it was cool to see those guys. And, and Scotty does some singing on the, the, the new record, right? Right, right. Yeah. Scotty sings on Bring It On Home. Yeah. He has up with yeah. And uh, he has a great voice. He's really, really good. But Yeah. Yeah, well, it was cool for Ace to include those guys on, on, on the tracks, I thought. And uh, the, the record is a lot of fun origins right origins yes and you know what's really funny is that uh, when we're, we're trying to come up with the name of the record and i hadn't thought of that and you know after the fact i should have been the one to think of it because every morning when i go uh, to the new york waterway app <laughs> which is uh, i take a boat to work guys uh, believe it or not um the first thing it asks you when you want to buy a ticket it says origin Right. And, and, and it says origin and destination. And it's just funny that that's the word that it picks. And then, you know, one of the other reasons I think it's cool is, I mean, A, it fits. And B, it kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, the originals. 
and right. and yeah, I right. I thought of that also after the Kiss fact. The I'm not the one yeah. that came up with the title, but uh, I, I think it's a great title. Ace always, uh, you know, he he's good at words and lyrics, and he always comes up with cool stuff. Can we can we hit like a sound sample of one of these songs? Yeah, now? yeah. You know what? I, one of the songs that I think is amazing and and it, i just always thought it was an amazing song to begin with but i really really like this version is parasite featuring john five let's do it Parasite with John Five on guitar and Ace on, on vocals, which you know the old Kiss version of that was was Gene on vocals, right? Correct, right. Yeah, so it's and it's, it's fun to hear him sing it. Yeah, that was the cool thing, and the same thing with Cold Gin is these were songs that usually in Kiss, if you wrote the song, you sang it, but in the first couple of records, Ace didn't sing the songs that he wrote, so this right. is Ace's chance to on a studio recording sing those songs because there may have been some live uh, stuff where you would hear ace doing that stuff but uh, uh never in the studio so right. and really very, more very than cool. the first couple of records right because it wasn't until yeah love, love gun really that he uh he started um singing shock right right first song right exactly 1977 yeah good stuff anyways thanks for the uh the little inside peek there at the nice paul and and ace reunion good stuff on the yeah. video set there maybe we can post that photo of me paul and ace let's do it we'll have it up in today's show notes guys on talkingmetal.com. you can go visit our site you can listen to our podcast talking metal we have mitch lafon's podcast up there um 
metal wraps. I'm trying to think what else is up there. Uh, I guess, I guess that's it. Um, and yeah, we, uh, we always have fun on talkingmetal.com with the pictures and stuff. So we will have a picture of John Ace and Paul up into, uh, up in the show notes on today's episode. And also while you're there, use our Amazon links to link over to Amazon to make all your purchases. And you can make a PayPal donation if you'd like and buy a t-shirt in the merch section, anything you can do to support us. We appreciate it. So John, what's up next for you? Are you just laying low at home for now? I mean, you're never laying low. You're always out doing stuff, but is the A stuff uh, on a slight break now for you or is it just ongoing constantly? Uh, it's always ongoing. Uh, literally, there's uh, more press stuff that's going to happen, and uh, okay. you know, meetings, and uh, who knows, uh, tons of stuff going on. And so it's it's like uh, constant, uh, all ace all the time. Right. <laughs> but it's cool. It's like, well, a, it's, and then it's you a hold down gig. a full time job on top of that at Nickelodeon. Yeah, so absolutely, crazy, I know it's it's a uh, it's a little crazy, but. Um, it's fun and uh, it's it's cool and it's challenging. Hey guys, it really is challenging to uh, go on tour with with anybody and to tour manage. Because uh, when I first started going on tour, I wasn't the tour manager. I I just was uh, Ace's assistant. And um, now I'm uh, taking on uh, uh, another role. Being Ace's assistant is a, a great gig, just as it as a you know, on its own, but the uh, tour managing is really challenging and it's a, uh, it's a fun thing and you get to really learn a lot. And, uh, you know, uh, everybody occasionally like uh, jokingly makes fun of me and calls me Ian faith. And, uh, sometimes they make little funny videos that I go like, there's no sex and drugs for John <laughs> you know, right, stuff right, like that. Right. Yeah, and of course there's no drugs and spinal you know, tap reference. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So Great interview um, recently with Rob Reiner on uh, Howard Stern. You oh, cool. It. You, maybe you can find it on youtube or something great stuff and didn't talk a lot about spinal tap but a little bit you know and, and some just what a great movie that was <laughs> and uh what else was i going to mention to you oh so i guess we started talking or maybe we didn't i can't remember if it was during the show or before the show we were talking about hanging out last week we were going right. to record the 600th episode in jersey city uh back where john lives not in the same apartment but you still live in in jersey city as you did when you started this apartment it was about it was at a club one block away from my old apartment back in jersey city one of the other uh founding locations of talking, yeah, talking about and, and yeah. we were one block away watching frank ferrer of uh, guns and roses play with his uh cover project i guess i call it here in the new york area this was in jersey city and the band was called mule kick with our friend rob bailey on guitar again frank farrar of guns and roses on drums and we were going to record the 600th episode that night but we were just having so much fun listening to these guys jam songs and hanging out you were with your girlfriend and rob bailey's wife was there and all sorts of people just hanging out having a having a blast uh that we never got around to recording the episode but but i did want to give the the whole thing a, a plug john and mule kick is again our friend rob bailey who's just an, an incredible guitar player who we've known since the late 1980s and and frank ferrer of guns and roses and you know honky toast and pisser and and he plays with psychedelic furs and just uh, such a, an incredible drummer i had just seen him in vegas play to like 20 some thousand people and then i'm back in jersey city watching him play to like 30 or 40 people in a small club with John last week. It was and that amazing. club was called, what was that club called? Transmission. Yeah. Okay. So you know the owner of Transmission. Yes. And it's in Jersey City. It's on Bay Street. If you're there, go check it out. Mule Kick is the band with Frank Ferrer and Rob Bailey, and they play covers and have guest stars come up and jam with them. And it's just a lot of fun. Um, so you can find mule kick on, on Facebook. And, uh, if you're in Jersey city, go to Bay street and you will find the club transmission. It's a nice club. Yeah. It's a really nice club. Uh, it's in a really cool area. And, uh, uh, like I said, it's a, a block away from uh, Mark's old place, which was also very cool. And uh, it's not too far away from my apartment. And uh, it's really a great thing to see live music in Jersey City again. And uh, especially with uh, people who we love as much as Mule Kick uh, featuring Rob Bailey and Frank Ferrer and a bunch of other cool people. 
Yeah. And that'll do it for tonight. Uh, thanks for listen, listening to two friends, Mark and John, just ramble. And, you know, we used to do a lot more podcasts like this, and it's fun to, to catch up with you and the listeners and just kind of uh, shoot the shit, if you will. So I'm glad we did that. And we'll do something big. 666, I think, will be a, an yeah. interesting episode. We'll do something big for that. And in the meantime, we'll have a lot more guests coming your way. Hoping to have some members of White Snake on the on the show soon. I'm going to be oh. checking them out in New Jersey. If you and Lynn aren't doing anything, you should come down and join Emily and I at the White Snake show in Montclair, New Jersey. Uh, that it's would be, be great. When is that? When is uh, it? It's like June 21st or 22nd. It's sometime oh. like around there in June. M- maybe uh, we will come down because uh, I just uh, met Joe Hoekstra yeah. for the first time, and uh, I. Uh, uh, received a message that he was interested in coming to one of the ACE shows. And um, I called him up and he came down and uh, we met and we, you know, got introduced to each other. And yeah, he's super cool. And uh, <clears throat> that's cool. And by the way, speaking of White Snake and speaking of cool guitar players, Doug Aldrich, um, when I when I interviewed him for Talking Metal, he, he, he had the first iPhone that I've ever seen, I think. Oh, yeah. It, it, wow. yeah and, and he took a selfie. So I, that was the, it was me in Doug and Doug was holding the phone. So if you if you go back to the Taki Metal archives and look look up a picture of uh, of us, Doug nice. took that. So that was my first experience with an iPhone, and first experience with a selfie. Yeah, a lot so, of great shows uh, coming up. Going up to the Rock Derby in Albany, New York, John with Ghost Anthrax. Oh wow! Lamb when is God. that? That's coming. That's coming up soon. It's like a week and a half away. I'll be up there for the entire weekend. Wow. It's going to be great. Hellstorm. So many great bands are playing that weekend. Make is that. Mitch going to that too? He's not. He was supposed to wow. come down and meet me. I got full access for, for he and I, and uh, he's bailing. So uh, wow. you, if, if you're around, dude, seriously consider coming up. I can yeah. totally hook you up. Maybe I, I will do it. Press tent um, passes and be a lot cool. of interview opportunities. Uh, keep it in mind. Yeah. And uh, who else? I got... Glenn Hughes coming up in September, nice. checking him out. You should come down to that. It's at BB King's. Oh yeah, I'd love to see Glenn again. Uh, he is amazing. And yeah, you know, Mark, I got to get back on track again, going to shows and you know shows that I'm not working at. <laughs> yeah, you know, it'll be fun. Checking sticks out too in Newark. That'll be fun. Anyways, a lot of good stuff. Sticks. Sabbath coming up. Weezer. I'm going to see one of my favorite groups. Well, where's so, Sabbath at? Sabbath. I'm going to see them at PNC. Wow. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Yeah, uh, that's that's making sure that Ozzy has been found. No. Yeah, no, he's yeah, found. He's yeah, found. I know he's found. Yeah, he's, yeah. the news broke to the, the, over the last day or two that he and Sharon are having troubles. And then there was a rumor that he was missing, which I'm not even sure was actually true, but... Uh, <laughs> He is now found. So, yeah. if he ever was just, missing, yeah, he may not have been missing, but he is found. Yeah, that was in that. You know where that started? Page six, which isn't oh, in really? the post, which isn't the most reliable um, source. What is reliable <laughs> all the time is TMZ. They they're so that's my favorite yeah, website. They're so spot on with this stuff. No, my my favorite sites um, are of course all the metal sites, but my favorite non metal site is TMZ.com. Right on. I'm, I'm there at least once a day, sometimes twice a day. So. Me too. All right, guys. Hey, Mark, I have a a, a request, and I was hoping that we could play the song Cold Metal by Iggy Pop. Sure, why not? Love Iggy Pop. My wife just saw him in in, uh, New York with Josh from Queens of the Stone Age playing. Wow. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Where did he play? Man, I I wish I would have seen him. Some weird place. You'd have to ask her, but it was like up in Harlem. It was north of the... Maybe even north of Harlem. It was like by the GW Bridge. So, wow. Yeah. Man, that's cool. Yeah. Club up there. So good stuff. But yeah, Cold Metal. Let's check it out right here. And who? So who's the guy again? What's his name? Seamus Began. I don't know. If what is he pronounced? He's Began. on drums? He's on keyboards and oh. possibly guitar. But uh, Steve Jones from the Sex Pistols is on guitar. I think uh, Seamus Began, I think was on keyboards on the record and then has done some live guitar playing. But the uh, guy that I think played the guitar, well, 99.9% sure that Steve Jones of the Sex Pistols played guitar on it, and then cool. uh, he was in the video, and uh, and then uh, there's a great clip that you can look up, um, and it's Iggy Pop on David Letterman. If you just Google Iggy Pop David Letterman, you will see Steve Jones on guitar, Iggy Pop, 
Seamus Began on keyboards, along with uh, Will Lee and Paul Schaefer and nice. Sid McGinnis and Anton, the great Anton Fig. Right. So on basically drums. the Letterman band mixed with Iggy, Seamus, Sh- and Steve Jones of Correct. Sex Pistols fame. Yes. Good stuff. Yeah, let's check it out here. Cold Metal by Iggy Pop. We'll catch you next time. And uh, John, yeah, don't be a stranger. Let's get you back on as many shows as you can. Uh, you can manage. Absolutely. I'd love to get you involved with some interviews again. We've done. Yeah, some great I know. Interviews. I, I got to do some the great new Paul interviews. Paul Gilbert, which guys, if you listen to the Paul inter- Gilbert interview, thank you. It got zero press. No one picked it up. Blabbermouth did not pick it up. Brave Words did not pick it up. And it's just getting insane amount of plays i'm a little wow uh i don't know confused as to why and how it is getting so many plays but that is cool yeah it's uh, one of our biggest episodes of the last few months paul gilbert on talking metal episode Excellent. 599 so check that out if you haven't heard it and uh, okay. yeah here's iggy pop mark and john checking out 